You are listening to Crosstalk. A safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Welcome everyone to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm Matt Lewis and I'm here with Amanda Wiersma, Nathan Brockett, and Brian Wathen. Welcome you all. Um, today we wanted to discuss rebuilding your life in recovery mm-hmm. and uh, something that we all know a lot about. Uh, all of us have a uh, couple 24 hours under our belt and have <laughs> yeah. been um, bringing our life back to, uh, you know, we we all probably had nothing when we got here. I know I did. Right. Uh, you know, we thrown it all away and it's just like once you start getting those little things back the you start getting your kids back in your life you start get you get your license back you get you you know you get a decent job those things start coming you get your own place (laughs) then it's like what am i going to do next and i know for all you all it's been school so you know (laughs) um, uh, i i have 90 college credit hours and no degree (laughs) but that was back in the madness and uh yeah. I hate math, so yes. that's, that's what's me kept too. me back. But, yeah, I'm not a fan. So I just wanted to have you guys on to kind of talk about uh, where you guys are at and what you guys have, how you guys have done it, and what your goals are. Yeah. So, well, first off, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to help us with yes. this. Of course, couldn't do it without you. Um, <clears throat> so when when I think about rebuilding and recovery, I remember first starting out how daunting of a task I thought that would be. You know, they always say it's, you know, it's easier to lose stuff than it is to get it back. So, you know, you get in that beginning mm-hmm. stages of, of you know, you, you starting to feel who you are again. So you're, get, you're recovering yourself, but then comes the, oh my gosh, here's life. Here's yeah. here's all this stuff, this, this, this gigantic list of boxes that I feel like I have to check to get myself to a a normal standard in society. So as far as driver's licenses, uh, what am I going to do about where I'm going to live? What am I going to do for work? Um, you know, what am I going to do about meeting back up with my family? And <clears throat> I think the idea of wh- why I thought that this would be a good topic for all of us to talk about is because it's all something we've been through, but we're still currently going through it and i think that this can provide hope for the listeners or any just even us to talk about how how although it may seem such a big gray cloud especially in the beginning it's really not that bad no it's no no, it's not so you know well rebuilding in recovery for me has definitely looked a lot like very similar to yours you know checking boxes um when i was in treatment we had to set goals. You know, you had to set your one-year goal, your five-year yeah. goals, and then your 10-year goals. And a lot of my goals have been met. They were things that I never thought that I would really reach. But, right. you know, in MRT, you know, you have your teacher that makes you set these goals. And school was one of my goals. And I never thought I'd be sitting here with classmates, fellows, um, people that are in recovery like myself all trying to reach a common goal, and that's to get a better education so that we can help people like ourselves. It's just amazing to me that I'm able to sit here and talk about 
mm-hmm. getting an education. I never thought that I would be sitting here doing this. So this is something that is a really, it's an it's an amazing part of my recovery that I, I'm just ecstatic to be sitting here talking about with you guys. Right, I know it. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it. I knew it goes were, um, but like as far as I ever went with them was like to write it down, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and um, like today, um, I know there's a process to completing those goals, and it, it's um, it was daunting. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I was a junior in high school, and they asked me to quit. They said I would not graduate with enough credits. I, luckily for me then, there was an adult program that I could go to to get my diploma, you know. Yeah. And um, everybody's like, you should go to college. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and um, when I come home, all these people that I know in recovery, they're like, you should try college, you know. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But here I am, yeah. you know, and I feel like I'm killing it. I don't know. Ain't it crazy? It seems like uh, people get sober, getting recovered, and they're like, oh, I gotta go to school. Gotta go to gotta school. Go to school. <laughs> gotta go to school. And I love that though, because that you know that's part of the process. It's part of it's part of us not just rebuilding but upgrading our lives too. Oh, yeah. Who who, who would have thought that in this process of rebuilding that instead of maybe using uh, clay to to build this foundation and the structure of the house, now we're using bricks. You know, Absolutely. things like that. We're, we're wanting to get educations. We're having insurance on our vehicles. Yes. Like, <laughs> ain't that crazy? That's a big one. Yeah, it yeah, is. You know, and, 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 you know, it's such a wonderful thing that this process has been something that we, none of us, no. thought that we'd be doing. No. You know it, what I mean? It's funny you, you said insurance. Um, so I just recently bought a minivan. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, um, minivan mafia, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, before the only vehicles I owned were, um, you know, I paid a thousand dollars for, and yeah. of course, why would I put insurance on it? The tires aren't even good. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, but um, I went to a car lot, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you like that one? Well, if you like it, you can drive it home. You know, because I've been working on my credit. Yeah, you know, rebuilding. Well, that's a big know? one too. Rebuilding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they was like, "Yeah, you're approved, man." And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me." Isn't that a good feeling? Yeah, it feels good every time I get in the van. I think me and Amanda do that quite often. We come back, oh, my gosh, my credit score went up 10 points. And then I'm depressed the next day because I spent a little too much money on my credit card. And I'm like, oh, I dropped my know, I I love it, though. And and I like to watch you guys rebuild. Yeah. Something just flew in your mouth on video. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's on you. It's on you. It likes me. (laughs) Uh, I like watching you guys because I know y'all are doing things y'all never thought y'all would do. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I like watching you guys as well. It inspires me. You know, I love coming in and hearing you guys talk about (laughs) (laughs) the grades that you're making and how you have, um, you know, I like hearing your struggles that you're talking about and asking me for advice and, um, you know, how we can kind of inspire and feed off of each other. Man, this thing really is not letting go. <laughs> um, oh, it was sorry. stuck we're not, inside not, your glasses. It's, it's a fly, by the way. Yeah, yeah we're not going to watch it. real. This is yeah. a fly stuck in my glasses. But, you know, I really, um, it inspires me to hear how well you guys are doing. And then, you know, I have someone to lean on mm. who's yes, going absolutely. through the exact same things I'm going through, trying to balance work, school, family life, um, there's so much that goes into it, you know, and I know there are people out there that aren't in recovery that are doing the same thing, right. but then when you throw recovery in on it and working in recovery, yeah. because not only do we have to juggle, you know, our clients and then that secondary, not trauma, but the secondary, um, 
things that we we take in on our job as peer supports, mm-hmm. and then we have to find a way, an outlet for that. So it just seems like being working in recovery and then trying to find your own recovery, mm-hmm. you know, that that find that balance is what I have struggled with. But when I see other people in right. recovery <laughs> going to school, it just, it inspires me. Um, and, yeah. you know, I love doing this together. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, not like we're a team, but we're a group and camaraderie. Yeah. And it just, yeah. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. One thing I have always wondered is who put the alphabet in alphabetical order. At Turning Point, our goal is to help you put your life back in order. If you struggle or have struggled with substance use disorder and are in need of help, come see us at 415 Broadway Street, Paducah, Kentucky, or call 270-444-3621 and sign up for peer support services with one of our friendly staff who have lived experience with addiction. Hope to see you soon. I think that's a big deal. Um... Because I'm terrified whenever, like, in the beginning of the semester, <laughs> yeah. I'm freaked out. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I probably called him for a week it's straight, okay, like, six buddy. times a day. You know, like, I don't know what to do. Can you, what, what, what am I looking at? You can't know? connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> you know, so um, having people to lean on is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, before, I never would have asked for help. You know, right. like, I was like, um, I can figure it out. But being a part of the of the fellowship and everything, like I've learned to call people and uh, not be afraid to ask for help. That's a part of my life that I feel like <clears throat> needed rebuilding in its own right. Yeah. Is just the ability to be functional around other human beings and and ask for the things that I need instead of thinking everybody's supposed to know what I'm thinking. Yeah, you know what right. I, mean? <laughs> I have a bad problem with that sometimes, <laughs> but I've learned that people are good. Yeah, and and before. I used to push so many people away. Like, that. even if they had good intentions and they felt bad, they, they felt bad to me. And becoming comfortable with who I am while I'm rebuilding my life has allowed me to become comfortable with you guys and be able to have, have intelligent adult conversations and not always be thinking, oh, how is this person trying to, trying to pull one over on me? You know right. what I mean? And <clears throat> being part of the fellowship that, that suggests that I give people a chance. You know, it's, it's not like I'm forced to do it, and sometimes it is uncomfortable being personable, but I always find that that's one of the major parts of my life that I'm grateful for is people. Well, you know? it's always rewarding when I know I'm not the only one struggling. Yeah. You know, like that, it helps me be more vulnerable right. to situations, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Asking for help is a big part of it, man. Yeah. You know, swallowing that pride, practicing a little humility. That's a lot of what we learned in recovery. And I know you guys, I like watching to see you guys succeed like this and to see you come together and figure these things out and yeah. get your lives back. It's very inspirational to me, you know, even though I don't want to do that. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I love seeing it, man. And I think that, you know, how Amanda, you were talking about, 
uh, all these things that adding recovery into everything that you're trying to do and building right. your life back. And I think that that's like we don't have the option to like, oh, I had a stressful day. I'm going to go have a beer or right. I'm going right. to go yeah. use these drugs or whatever it is. The way we used to deal with situations that in our lives that cause us stress or even happy <clears throat> situations, we don't deal with them that way. So we have to figure out other ways to do it. And that's relying on each other and staying focused. I know for me, setting goals was something that I struggled with early on. And I still struggle with uh, in recovery because every goal I tried to set for myself uh, in when I was in using uh, always failed. But that was because of the choices I was making. That was yeah. because of the things I was doing. And yeah, early on in this, I, was, I, I stopped making goals or setting plans at all, mm -hmm. you know, because it scared me. And it was a fear. And uh, I had to start by setting small, attainable yes. goals yeah. uh, and seeing that I could achieve them <laughs> if I was, you know, staying sober and making the right decisions and, and doing the right things and asking for help when I needed it and seeing that I could achieve these things. And through that process, I'm able to now start smetting, setting bigger goals for myself moving forward. Yeah. Um, still haven't set like the five-year goal. I still keep it like right under that line, like something that I know that I can work towards. Um, that math class. Yeah, math the class. math. Dude, look, I took math three semesters in a row. I waited. This is the mistake. I waited until the very end. I'd already done my practicum, my yeah. internship. I passed my portfolio review because I went to school for graphic design. I had all that in the bag. I just didn't have my college math class, mm. and I yeah. waited till the end, and then I failed it three semesters in a row with a tutor. <laughs> so I, oh, I, man. I'm terrible at math. Yeah. And then, that, of course, I allowed <clears throat> that to make me just fall yeah. off the deep end. That was just another excuse to, for me to use more, like, right. oh, I suck at this, I'm never going to do it. But also I realized I didn't want to sit in front of a computer all day doing yeah. someone else's art towards <laughs> the end of that. Right. You know? yeah. I enjoyed learning. Like, I would like to go back to school. I don't know what I'd go back to school for for to make money, but I would right. love to go back to learn something yeah. that I, because I, I enjoy the act of learning, oh, the process yeah. of learning. Uh, <clears throat> then I wouldn't have to take a math class, right? What can I do to not take math? So that was the thing, like, when I was younger, like, I felt like I didn't have the capacity to sit there and learn and take all this stuff in. And then I guess from that point to this point, it really it blows my mind how much I retain yeah. and I can apply it. And I'm like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You're giving yourself yeah. a shot today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing what if you show up to class and do your homework, it's amazing what you learn. Wow. Like, something I didn't do in high no, school right. at all. Yeah. Um, right. I don't think any of us really did. No. You know? I did. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I loved school in high school and it. I, I didn't go to college right out of high school, but, you know, I, had, I chose to have kids, but then I, I went back to school, and that's when, you know, I got into my addiction, and school kind of fell off, but, you know, I had to fill out a SAP appeal, you know, when I yeah, went back yeah. to school, and I had to explain what happened, and, you know, I didn't really feel worthy at first of why I should go back to school, but then it was like, you know, I'm worthy of this. This is something that every Absolutely, everybody yes. is worthy of this, and, you know, like you said, you go to school, you show up for class, you do the work, and 
it's not that bad. You know, I had, we were talking about this earlier yeah. upstairs. You know, you do have those few panicky moments where you think, oh, my gosh, I'm too old. I can't do this. The technology, <laughs> is, the, the technology is far more advanced than what I can do. Um, but that's one of the things I don't know about you guys because y'all are a little bit younger than me. But that's another issue that I face today is with this technology in school. You know, everything's on Blackboard. You know, I'm used to calculators and typewriters, and, you know, everything today is just... Typewriters? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. But that's an interesting... You bring, you bring up an interesting point. the Civil point. War? I don't know. There we go. Hey, Amanda and I went to high school together. We were in the same grade. Uh, so, I easy think, on oh, the... Okay, we crochet now. <laughs> uh, I, I think you... You brought up something that I don't think has been said yet <clears throat> about rebuilding relationships with your children. Mm. Yes. Yes. I think, you know, I I haven't, I'm, I'm out of the gamut on this one because I'm just now building a relationship with my new boy. So I'd like to know, you know, the struggles and of, of, of doing that, of doing that and, and, well, just the struggles in general, I guess, like. I Brian? I have s- several children, um, <laughs> six to be exact, <laughs> um, and um, it's di- it's it's not as difficult as I made it out to be in my head, right? You know, um, but I also come into it realizing that um, that I did what I did in the moment, and I don't have to make those same mistakes, right? right. You know, and um, like right now, um, when I come home from treatment, I have a set of twins, and um, I was not allowed to see them. I'd call. They'd be busy. They're at school. They're asleep. Mm. Call back tomorrow. And it was always some kind of excuse. Excuse me. Um, And that's well-deserved on my end because I've clearly shown why I was not capable of being a participant parent in their life. Right. Um, But I continued to do the work. I continued to do the next right thing and and, and prove myself. I read in a book, it says, clean time speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And so I I had to take that into consideration. And um, now, like right now, um, all of my kids are at home except for my 17-year-old. And he lives with his mom. Right. Um, But he comes over once or twice a week. We eat dinner every weekend. Um, I've had my girls um, for three weeks out of this out of this summer, mm-hmm. you know, that's and cool. I, I wasn't even allowed to talk to them when I come home. So um, that's a huge difference. Yeah. And <clears throat> when they first started coming around, you know, they was like, "Oh, dad, there's dad. What do I do?" <laughs> you know. And now they pick on me. They make fun of yeah. my old oh, age. Awesome. <laughs> you know, they slap me on the head. You know. Yeah. And, but at the end of the night, you know, they want to cuddle and tell me yeah. how much they that's love cool, me. That's cool, man. You know, and then I'm like, it's time for y'all to go back home. They're like, we don't want to go home. Aww. You know, but, you know, whatever. You know, like. I love those success stories. I do, it's, too. It's awesome. That's what so it's good. all about it's right good. there. We'll be right back. Did you know that recovery from substance use disorder and mental health go hand in hand? That is why the caring and compassionate mental health professionals at Four Rivers Behavioral Health in Paducah are here to help you find your balance. They are proud of you for making the changes necessary to live a healthier life and would love to see you reach your full potential. Give them a call at 270-442-7121 or stop by the downtown location at 425 Broadway in Paducah, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. You want to know something? My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name, they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270-444-3621 for more information. 
And then I got the, t- the five month old. Yeah. You know, don't even have to know any of, the, none, any of that ever. Happened. Never has. That's to the part go, makes me feel good. Yes. Um, you know, never has to go through any of that stuff that um, its older siblings had to go I mean, through. Granted, right. another opportunity. You yeah. know, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, well, for me, it was a little different because my children were older. Mm-hmm. I have adult children, and they were. Well, I had some that were a little bit older, and so it was kind of a similar situation. I was allowed to talk to them, right. but one moved in with me immediately, and she had a child. This fly. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. Oh. I had an adult child that moved in with me, and she had a baby, so I was a grandma, yeah. um, and that situation worked itself out well. She was totally 100% um, gung-ho mom coming out of treatment. Uh, the situation with me is my oldest child. I still have an adult son that just is stubborn. He's set in his ways. He yeah. remembers what life was like with mom before addiction. Right. So he is just a little going to take some more time to forgive right. mom. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to take, but I know that I'm giving him his space letting him work things out the way he needs to, and he will come to me whenever he's ready to work that relationship out. But with my three girls, you know, I had to go through that phase of supervised visitation to prove that, you know, things had changed. I wasn't the person that they remembered, that I was responsible. You know, just do all the things that you have to do to prove that, you know, that you are not the person that you you used to be. Um, So... That's just kind of what it was like. And now I have my three girls and my two grandbabies in my life, and it's amazing. Um, I would love for my son to be there when we have family dinners and when we go to, on vacations, yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, he'll come around yeah. when it's time. Yeah. But, you know, I would I would give it overall a success story. Yeah, that's, um, awesome. that's awesome, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all, all that, you know, the common theme that I'm hearing, which is goes for recovering journals, it takes work. Absolutely. It does take work. I think I think the only thing that I may in this whole process that I've ever done overnight is stop using. Yeah. Yes. That's about the only thing that I've done overnight. Everything else has literally had to be earned. I've had to earn my, my place in my employment. I've had to earn my way into school. Yeah, I've, absolutely. Had, I've, had, I've had to prove that I can do this. Yes. You know, um, I've, I've been granted so many things in my life that I just squandered. Took for granted. Yeah, threw away. Yeah, you know, they say gave it away. Whatever you yeah. want to call it, just messed it all the way up. And <clears throat> now that I have the 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 willingness to to just do what I need to do mm-hmm. instead of turn around and run away, because I believe in that small attainable goal thing. Yes. Oh, I That's do too. Powerful for me. Because I set myself small attainable goals every week. Yeah. I mean, and we do it and we do it at work, you know, do. without even thinking about it. It's just part of it's part of what we do because, you know, that's something I did learn in the military too was, you know, little small victories. You get up, make your bed in the morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that is a win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I that like right that. there. And if you start your day with a win, the rest of it's right. You know what I mean? And and you know like all these things that we have going on, they give us they give me purpose. Oh, they yeah. give us yeah. purpose and it fills that <laughs> void that mm-hmm. I was trying to 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 maintain when I was in active addiction and right. madness. And, like, um, like every day I wake up and I have something different that I have to accomplish. And, like you said, the small attainable goals, when mm-hmm. I do that and, and I'm like, yes, I got it, yep. it gives me drive to continue doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's funny, like, when I look into the future, I don't see me not completing the stuff anymore. Right. 
before, I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. I know I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm going to fail miserably. And that was what would happen because that's what my thought process was. Mm -hmm. But now when I look into the future, I'm like, there's no way I can succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I just have to get up and put in the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's good. I like it. Yeah. Put that, man. The power of positive thinking is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, staying grateful. You know, it was like the first thing once I learned to love myself and got sober and knew that I wanted to do this was to find that sense of peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then once I had that peace, I was able to find my purpose, yeah. a reason to get up and live and give back and help and feel good about it. And those two things combined, man, peace and purpose. It, yes. It's an amazing feeling. You, I feel like you can accomplish anything Absolutely. when you have that in your life yeah. and you know how to maintain it. You know how to deal with whatever life's going to throw at you. Um, anything's possible. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yes, I and I have it really just, f now there's been times where I've been like, Oh, I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. But this whole process of like recovery and, and what's coming along with it, like, what, as we're living right now, I don't feel like there's any point in my life I've been like, oh, i got to rush and hurry up and do this. got to hurry, 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 hurry. You know what I mean? Because I think that I've been able to appreciate the, the, the way that my life's built up today. Absolutely. It's quality, substance, yeah. you know, quality, uh, yes. peace. It's, it's taken, yeah, it's taken time. You know, yeah. they said nothing, nothing, and was anything worth I don't even know what anything worth having is worth waiting for. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean. I like that, and I, I'm 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 completely okay with that today because that's how it's been so far. You know, if I just do what I'm supposed to do, do my part like they told me, right? And maybe not use in between that those times, right? I might have a shot. You know what I mean? And it's been so much easier for me to 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 maintain. Like yes. I'm not just maintain. Maintain is the wrong word to succeed, succeed in my in the way I yes. feel. Yes, because I don't believe that that you just hit some pinnacle of success and you're like, oh, I'm done. I have arrived. Yeah, <laughs> here I am. Don't have to do nothing. I'm perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> progressively improving, constantly doing what I need to do, and and I gain experience throughout the way through this, through this path of, of of restructuring and rebuilding my life. Mm -hmm. There's a person out there that's like, oh my gosh. How is that possible? Yeah. If he can do it, I can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And how many people yeah. do we interact with every day? Oh, us. Countless. And, you know, Count, yeah. Countless. And there's another four besides us out there doing it. Right. So there's, you know what I mean? I, that's, I love it. I, that, that's what gave me hope. We're beacons of light. There you go. Yeah. Of yeah. Light. <laughs> it's the example <laughs> that we're trying to set for other people, man. And yeah. that we saw the other people set the examples for us. Exactly. You know, we saw that it was possible because we saw people getting their lives back, building their lives back, succeeding, um, graduating from school. We know several people that have yeah. graduated, gone on, get their bachelor's, things like oh, that. Many. And mm. so we know that it's possible, and that gives you the inspiration, and now you can inspire others. You know, yeah. It's a great, it's the process. It's the, the ladder, you know. Yeah. Someone's pulling you up, you're pulling someone else up. And I like that. I the love ladder. it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. Awesome. Well, Amanda, are you going to be okay with the, the fly? Yeah. My friend that I've made, I guess. <clears throat> are you going to name him? <laughs> I feel like I, I need. I wanted to thank him at the end of yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, for his He's assistant. gone now, but it's over. Yeah. It was the fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I hope this one makes it to the to the YouTube channel. Yeah, yes. I really do. That, that was a, that was a good part of that it. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good. Hey, man, I really appreciate you yeah, time yes. your time. Oh, no, no, not at all, guys. Off. Pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you. Proud man. of you guys. So. Yeah. Uh, Check us out on YouTube or listen to our audio versions on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Podbean. And as always, stay grateful. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, 
Speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.